Geeky Girl Gab Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Geeky Girl Gab. I'm Candice, and with me are my co-hosts, Bree. Hey. And Vanessa. Hello. And today we're talking about characters that are actually really sucky at their jobs. <laughs> Fictional characters, of course. And this actually came about when I was talking to someone who's an anthropology major, and we're talking about Indiana Jones. And they actually hate the idea of being compared to Indiana Jones, <laughs> which I thought would be like what they got into archaeology and anthropology for. But if you think about it, he doesn't actually, he always says, this belongs in a museum, but nothing actually ever goes to a museum. Yeah, he, he tried when he was a kid, but I think that was basically the only time that he actually like really tried to do that. Yeah, and like Coronado's Cross. I mean, I guess he tried again as an adult too, but I think I think that was the one thing that he actually took back. And I don't even remember now if he, if it does go to a museum. I know things get boxed up or they get lost to time or things like yeah. that. <laughs> or, like people get murdered around him <laughs> all the time as well. And like people just consider him more of a looter than an actual like educator. Well, and, you know, the, the argument that is very valid is that, you know, he, whether or not he interferes or not, at least, at least in the, in um, the first movie, is that it turns out the same in the end. The Nazis still find the, the Ark of the Covenant, and they open it, and they melt the end. And honestly, <laughs> it's kind of like goes back to like, just people like looting other countries of their things like what museums is he even talking about putting in the men these are yeah. like some of the stuff is like holy relics that you know maybe the people would like to keep around are you are you are you speaking specifically of the second movie of temple of doom i was just thinking of like the you know the very first thing when he like switches the sandbag for the oh yeah <laughs> i mean they put there there was a reason that they yeah. had that that whole booby trap in place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. I mean, he also it, it it's also one of those arguments where you, you know, when you when you ever ask anybody who is in anthropology or archaeology about the about Indiana Jones, they're like, "Well, that's not really what the job is like at all." <laughs> um they say like a real archaeologist would have like taken a photo of it. And spent the next 10 years studying the temple's booby traps. Because that's kind of like, that's something historic as well. That goes to another famous character, Batman. Does he really do, like, it's always like something that people talk about. Does he do more harm than good? Yeah, so so I know that you guys, you guys were saying that uh, he creates more, or he keeps creating more villains. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like I, I I like Batman a lot, but I just I'm not super uh, up you know up to to snuff on the lore. So uh, could you let me know what you mean by that? Okay, with that is like Joker. Like like I love the Nolan trilogy, and the Joker says I exist because you exist, kind of thing. Like we complete each other. And what like Batman has gone through, and there's some really good comics about him, like his inner turmoil going. Well, the more Batman exists, the more these crazies are inspired to challenge him, you know? And well, but is that, isn't that true kind of of, uh, of any superhero? 
or is it yeah. Batman specific? Um, I feel like it's like more Batman specific, like, but I mean, they even bring that up in the Avengers, but honestly, they're, um, not the Avengers in Captain America Civil War, uh-huh. like Vision brings that up, but I disagree with him because if you look about what happened, like what happened with Loki and yeah. like, that was such an outside thing towards like, they're blaming like, oh, well, this all started when Tony announced he was Iron Man. But everything that happened on Asgard is so separated from Earth that it's actually good that the Avengers existed. Gotcha. So. See, I guess I, I guess for me, Candace, um, not that I don't disagree with you completely on the Batman, uh, you know, does like exist and these, you know, quote unquote crazies get the idea. But most of, and correct me if I'm wrong, but most of my knowledge with Batman is that they most of these villains have gone through some tragedy to cause or spark um normally what um someone consider like a mental illness and so my thing is batman's actually doing a great job because he's not killing them he's sending them to the insane asylum arkham to get help actually i think the real people who suck at their jobs are the therapists at arkham who like can't keep the (laughs) the villains there to like actually get the mental help that, you know, healthcare that they deserve. I and guess like, I guess that's a fair point, especially since you don't really, I mean, do you ever really see them actually talking to, to any, any therapist or anything like yeah, that? I mean, and Harley Quinn. And then she, yeah. turned, well, I mean, Dr. Quinzel, and then she goes and turns into uh, Harley Quinn. So, you know, yeah, she's like yeah, that exactly. Like that's job. the only that's the <laughs> only time you see anything. Maybe that's maybe that's why they don't give them any help because that happened. They're like, well, wait a second. Obviously, like we can't do this because other people are just going to turn crazy. So <laughs> they're left to their own devices. So I guess we could say the whoever runs Arkham is the worst, and the guards and everything like that because they keep yeah. getting out. They do. They keep getting out. They're not giving uh, them like the health, mental health care that they deserve. And Batman keeps sending them. They're like, hey, wait, hold on. Batman voice like, oh, excuse me. You have to like give them health care, like mental, like please. And that's Even not though, a good Batman voice at all. I don't know how you cure <laughs> that amount of crazy. I don't know. It was, well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, definitely Dr. Quinzel got the short end of the straw with that one. This is all yeah. bright eye and like, I'm going to help Mr. J. The one thing you could argue is with Batman, he's super rich, right? That's his superpower pretty much. And you look at like someone like Bill Gates, who is also super rich and what he does with his wealth. So think about like all the money and time Batman spends on his gadgets. What if he like put that into the police force or, you know, Arkham <laughs> to actually have like decent mental health? Yeah, I guess he thinks that uh, he's just better than the police. Is that? Yeah, and that's know. my whole thing again is like. I mean, he works with the commissioner, though. And, like, they, like, admit that they need his help. I know. That's another person not good at their job. Just letting a villain, uh, like, some random guy off the streets in a mask, like, enter your crime scene. I think that's against, like, every rule. <laughs> a police work. Yeah, but he's a superhero, Candace. There's no excuse. <laughs> and that kind of goes back to um we had our hogwarts episode and we were talking about dumbledore oh dumbledore 
putting his his students at risk constantly. We yeah, we we talked about the forbidden forest and how that was just not a good idea and even, you know, kind to a certain extent leaving them in uh in in charge with or leaving Hagrid in charge of them which is also not the best idea and he's not the best at his job either considering how much he gets the students in in peril and doesn't think things through but you know what norbit's so cute though you don't know that <laughs> until he until he well she actually is a she uh ends up biting ron and he has like an infected it's <laughs> like, and he's just like, "Oops, sorry about that." Yeah, and Come on, dude. Like, like, telling, yeah. like a dog bit me—a really vicious dog that has poison. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have any, you know, issue with with the fact that he likes weird creatures because. You know, somebody somebody's got to like the weird creatures. You know, we we can't we can't all just just you know hate all of the the but but it's just about how he handles it badly. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like people who love reptiles. Not everybody loves reptiles. I happen to be one person who does love reptiles, but you know, some decide that they have they are going to have a pet alligator, and then they realize that that is a terrible idea. Whereas there are people who are running rescue facilities for reptiles, especially for people who have given up their pet reptiles like alligators. Um, and see, that's good. And that's that's a, a, a nice way to, to, to handle that situation. But Hagrid goes in the pet route most of the time. <laughs> and I don't think that... <laughs> I don't think that he's prepared to do that. Also, real quick... Did all the teachers know that the, the all the teachers knew the chamber opened at one point, right? Yeah, well, they knew that it opened in the past. Yeah, was it concerning to them, like to see if it would open again? Uh I don't. Did did they think that it was closed forever, or I don't know, Candace? I feel like you would know I, if anybody would. I don't think they really thought about it. I mean, I don't think any of them worked there. The current teaching staff worked there when it originally Dumbledore opened. Dumbledore did. Except, except Dumbledore. Dumbledore is a transfiguration teacher. And the only teacher I can think about really caring is McGonagall, and she wasn't there at the time. That's true. But they would all know the, the story of it. Yeah, so I guess they figured it's been 50 years, everything's okay. All right. Yeah. That's, I'll give yeah, them that but that, one. You're right, you're right. That's kind <laughs> of a, I don't know, it's kind of a weird one. We don't, we don't know what they're thinking. So here, here's here's one that. Uh, oh, unless you have more points, I'm sorry. Oh no, let's let's. Okay. We we've ragged. Well, I ragged on Hogwarts and Dumbledore. That's true. Enough. You did. So here's here's one that I actually just just found that I that I um, didn't remember until now, which is uh, the. Well, it says Dr. Henry Wu, but I don't know if he had the actual um, the idea for this. But whoever, whichever scientist <laughs> slash scientists in Jurassic Park, who did I was not actually thinking think, about this, too. yeah, who did not think about the frog DNA loophole where they could potentially change their sex in order to breed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems like something you would like do a lot of research for. You would think. I mean, especially since, you know, he spared no expense with also, all of this. Going to Jurassic World, the indomitable Rex, the new dinosaur they create. Yeah. Why would you want it to turn invisible when it's something that's supposed to be seen at a park? 
Why give it heat sensing vision and like why create it at all? Oh, I forgot. It turns invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's just not that's not smart at all. No. It's like, mom, I think I see the bushes moving. Oh, here's a thousand (laughs) dollars. Yeah, that that just the, the scientific effort for all of that is is a little is a little ridiculous. Well, also hiring, um, hiring that one guy. I want to, I just want to call him Norm so badly. Newman. Newman. I want to call him Newman. I forget uh, his, I but it's Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah, Newman I know. I, yeah. That's all. Everybody I can knows who, but everybody knows who you're talking about. That's true. Well, okay, hiring him. Once you start leaving your desk like that, I get he's like a good hacker or whatever. But like, wouldn't you be like concerned about like who you hired? Wouldn't you keep an eye on him? Well, actually, not, like, just, for, not just for messiness, though, because well, yeah. I, I feel like there are a lot of people who are like that, unfortunately. But I don't but think that they would know. It was known he had money trouble. And wouldn't you be kind of be like, oh, well, we're doing this huge thing. I wonder, like, it would go off. Like, we have enemies. You know, we yeah. have people who would be willing to spend a lot of money. And this guy has major money issues at the moment. <laughs> And I'm sure, like, he talked about it. Like, people like that don't not talk about it. Like, everyone I've known who has money issues hasn't mentioned it at one point because it weighs down on them. And then it's like that Willy Wonka moment where that one guy is like, hey, give me that everlasting gum stop, kid. You know? And it's Mm -hmm. like, those people, like, not every one of them, because not everyone would do this, but that, you know, just keep an eye on them. Just make sure. It's a high NDA project. Like, what's going on? Okay, I think there's one last one that we really need to talk about. And that is James Bond. James Bond is apparently a spy, but he tells everybody his name. This is true. Yeah. Uh, Very, very, uh, very apt. I did not think about that. (laughs) And if, like... I believe some nerd out there did the math about how much destruction. Some nerd out there. <laughs> we're, we're some nerd out there, too. That's true. So, it's not an insult. It's not an insult. No, I said that it was, was funny. I know. This is funny to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> some nerd out there. <laughs> well, if you consider how much destruction James Bond does in his movies compared to, like, how much it would be just to pay off the villain... Like, and how much lives are also destroyed by a James Bond. It's, yeah, it doesn't even up. It doesn't. I mean, I love, I love me some James Bond. But I I mean, I guess in certain instances that, that is, that is true. But I mean, like, it's not. So when you're saying about paying off villains. I know we shouldn't pay off the terrorists. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't it be, do the people. Excuse me. Do the people who he tells his name to, don't they normally end up dead? Yeah. Or they're evil. Then they end up dead. Yeah. So I think he's just being like a narcissist. Like, haha, if I tell you who I am, clearly you're marked for death. Ah. Right? (laughs) Like, no? (laughs) Like, and that's his inner monologue. Like, I have just mocked you. Shaken and stirred. Well, he oh. marks a lot of women too. I wonder how many little <laughs> James Bonds are running around. Ah, uh, you know what? That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> I wonder if like 
Uh, Britain like just like sterilized him or something. That's <laughs> they're like no more James. No, it's like sorry you've you've now officially banged like half of the population. There's yeah, there's there's fifty little gotta, James Bonds running around. We can't afford the. We gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I have one more though. Oh, wait, go for it. Um, which is uh, the burglars from Home Alone? <laughs> I was honestly that thinking that. Well, kind yeah. of. Yeah, they're no. professional stealers. They're quote unquote professional stealers? professional stealers. <laughs> professional thieves. But the thing that got me the most, I mean, so they have a lot of of bad qualities. But the thing that got me the most is the fact that he left. You know, because like the, the cops even say in the the end that they left on the water in every single house. So they're like, oh yeah, now we know every single house that you've broken into because you left the water on. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. duh. Why would you ever leave a calling card? Because he wanted to be cool. He's like, they wanted to be the wet bandits. And they just like, and they just thought that they would never get caught. I mean, that's thinking very highly of yourself. But to have like a little kid be the one to take you down, not only yeah. once, but twice. Yeah. Like, clearly. Granted, <laughs> he had some sort of magical powers and, you know, setting all that up in as little time as he did. But <laughs> suspension of disbelief. Um, a little off topic. Have you heard the theory that um, Macaulay Culkin's character becomes Jigsaw and his when he gets older? No. What? No. <laughs> yeah, Jigsaw from the Saw movies. There's this amazing fan theory. Oh my god! <laughs> that Kevin from Home Alone becomes Jigsaw. Because it would make sense. He played games with them and he thought they were doing wrong and showed them a lesson. Mm -hmm. That is so amazing and yet so horrifying and sad at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin McAllister. You know, well, no, but you know, like his family was, was so mean to him and who knows if it actually changed for the long run. So. Yeah. I can see that only maybe lasting he, like a few weeks, you know. Yeah, how... maybe he felt like super ostracized and super alone, and you know that's that could be a breeding for a crazy person. I mean, maybe that's why he wanted to be left alone. Yeah, he was really happy that he he, he let his he like wished his parents were gone, his whole family yeah. was gone, and he thought his wish came true. And I'd never seen a kid so happy. Yeah, yes. well, I mean, but he 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 felt bad afterwards. He he missed them, but. But still, I wouldn't miss all of them. Yeah, his cousin, Ooh. the the buzz or whatever. Gone. Yeah, yeah, they were they were pretty pretty terrible, pretty awful. And awesome. who in the right mind keeps a pet spider? You know those are like psychotic people. I okay. I don't know if I agree with you on that, but <laughs> I don't like spiders. But I also don't care if people have them as pets because some people have tarantulas as pets, and they're yeah. like they're actually super tame <laughs> sorry <laughs> we're crawling over we're me and i'm like so oh. off topic no i know well that's it for today's episode i'm candace i'm brie i'm vanessa stay geeky <laughs>